Imagine if medicine actually looked at you as a whole, opposed to looking at you as a bunch of separate systems. Dive into Integrative Wellness Radio with Dr. Nick and Dr. Nicole to learn more about the top trends in integrative medicine, to learn about what the limitations are with testing and what you can do to start your health journey. All right, so we are back with part two. Motherfuckers. This is going to be interesting. (laughs) My espresso just kicked in. (laughs) All right, so we talked all about anatomical connections in the pelvic bowl, scar tissue, C-sections, you name it, we covered it. We talked about endometriosis, uterine, fibroids, ovarian cysts, and we are going to be doing a segue podcast to talk more about polycystic ovarian syndrome because as we dropped the bomb, we mentioned that that is actually more of a pancreatic issue and there's a lot of people that don't know that. So stay tuned for that podcast coming up. But as we dive in, we wanna talk about the upper body because there are a lot of people that are walking around with thyroid issues, parathyroid issues, sinus issues, and also brain issues that are actually connected to physical, anatomical things going on and dental. So this is going to be a little bit of a loaded podcast. There are, if you're, if you really, really want to hone in on the brain aspect, just so you know, we have a podcast that we did that was, I think it was called Brain Fog or Your Brain Can't Poop. I think that's why why your brain can't poop. (laughs) Sometimes I laugh at how we actually labeled these podcasts, but that's like a deep, deep dive into this. But we're really connecting the dots today on things that a lot of us have experienced. A lot of us have had neck issues. We've had either neck pain, neck injuries. We've had whiplash, fender benders with car accidents, you know, heading the ball, playing soccer, getting slammed in the rib cage, playing football, lacrosse, rugby. And then there's obviously some people that have had full-blown serious neck surgeries, fusions, laminectomies, etc. A lot of us have had dental issues. You know, some people have just straight up had a lot of cavities. They've done a lot of fillings. They've done sealants and bonding. There are other people that have had root canals. Then there's other people that have gone through different cosmetic changes dentally and they've done a full mouth of veneers so we're really helping to bridge the understanding of how some things from injury perspective of the neck of the head so we're talking head injuries concussion non-concussion frozen shoulder rib cage injury injuries can all play a role in diagnoses that you've received later. And those diagnoses might be hypothyroid, hyperthyroid, thyroid nodules, um, neurodegenerative diseases, migraines because of vascular issues in the brain, sinusitis. One thing on health history that people don't think about very often, but I'm always like looking for is like, you know, shoulder injuries, TOS, Mm -hmm. like all that aspect. TOS, just so you guys know, is if you like a lot of people fall asleep with their hand over their head and then they wake up because their hand is numb. So it's that's thoracic outlet syndrome. It's when your nerves underneath your collarbone are really compressed or there's scar tissue. So super common with yeah. um So all of that is if you have entrapment creating a decrease in neurological activity, well you're going to also have the same thing through your lymphatic system. You're going to have the same thing through your blood flow and it's like that just because blocking going down, you're also creating a decrease of that information going up 
to the brain as well. Well, that's what people don't think about is your... So a lot of people have neck pain and, you know, they're everyone's doing something different. Some people are just taking Tylenol. Some people are going to a chiropractor. Some people are doing physical therapy. Some people are doing massage. But what you have going on in your neck sometimes is actually your spine. And sometimes if it's more on like the sides of the neck, if you press on the sides of your neck right now and you're like, eh, yeah, it's a little tender, that's going to be more your lymphatics. And I know that a lot of women are self-conscious because they're like, oh my gosh, I have a fat neck. And they say it's because they're getting older or whatever else. I say that all the time. (laughs) And it actually has nothing to do with fat accumulation. It has to do with inflammation because the lymphatics of your neck are not draining, but your that chain from the side of your neck. So like go earlobe down the side of your neck. That chain goes all the way down to your armpit and even into your breast. That lymphatic chain is connected. There's a lot of women that are suffering with neck pain also having fibrocystic breasts or dense breasts or painful breasts. And of course, they're nervous about the possibility of breast cancer development. But understanding that you have a boatload of lymph nodes in your breast. And chances are, if your whole lymphatic chain, maybe it started with a neck injury and you have a bunch of scar tissue in your neck, or maybe it's because in addition, you use deodorant that has aluminum in it that is putting toxins directly into that lymph chain. And maybe it's emotional. And maybe it's emotional. (laughs) Hey, we can't segue into the emotional just yet. (laughs) Let me finish my physical thoughts. So I want to start from the top down because I'm OCD. (laughs) So let's let's talk a little bit more about like sinuses and dental and then we'll work our way down to thyroid and rib cage and all of that. You down? Let's go. I was thinking top down like, you know, the seventh chakra. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. So sinuses. Some of you full-blown, have had sinusitis for a long time. You um, have had sinus infections. You've gone on rounds of antibiotics. And some of you just deal with like seasonal allergies, low-grade congestion. Well, I want to start even higher. Okay, you go. We have sinuses in the face, but we have sinuses that cover the brain as well. And people don't think about having sinuses that are helping to detox your brain. And that is one of the huge factors that's actually going everything, especially with gravity is did you listen to my tiktok yesterday or we're just like on the same wavelength well both of that scares me um, <laughs> hopefully no through both all right cool cool uh, <laughs> but yeah. i just talked about this so that's why i'm asking <laughs> well go ahead if you i mean you, no no go keep that's exactly that's what i was talking about i was like everybody thinks about sinuses in their face like you know nasal passages but you have all these sinuses throughout your brain yep. which are part of your venous system and what people don't realize about their veins is your veins are part of your detoxification it, it works with your lymphatics yep. and they run literally parallel so that, that's the thing even the thing with um varicose veins you know people get varicose veins and they say oh it runs in my family or it's with aging but varicose veins are a it's your body showing literally showing you how backed up your lymphatic system is with toxins and pathogens which is i don't want to go there right now but there's definitely a high connection with familial stress that's been passed down Mm. and so this is just just a quick little mind fuck for everybody Um, (laughs) so it used to be what did you call yourself a a mind fuckologist mind fuckologist he's gonna start introducing himself as what do i do i fuck your your mind <laughs> and then we reprogram it so it's even better. <laughs> so the used to be transgenerational stress 
uh, science used to think it went back nine generations, but now it's been proven it goes back 14 generations. So when we think of things being, you know, in our family, well, yeah, it is. It's just not coming up the way that we've been programmed that, yes. oh, it's this is because my DNA is like this or the your genetics genetics even though it's being expressed through the genetics is the the stress or we call transgenerational trauma it's not really trauma because it's just a perception but the the stress is the programs that our dna can run so you think about like your dna as the computer but then it gets to pick and choose which program it wants to run it's not that oh just because you have this program that it's running it's just that it's a program in the background throughout our environment and the quality of our life what we're putting inside of ourselves the products we use our thoughts that we use the actions that we take that's what's actually dictating which program is coming online for the dna to use so a lot of times we've been have the same belief systems we do the same actions yep. and thoughts we as get our we get guilted with the same thing as our family so we start using the exact same programs and that's just kind of like the underlying aspect that i want to just quickly help people realize is that with understanding like varicose veins and everything this is just something i've seen clinically is that it's the same mental emotional issues that are cyclical throughout the generations of family and soon as you can actually balance out and stop collapse that stress response well the venous system is all about circulating love circulating gratitude for your life and it's like the same thing when you look at your lymphatic system what lymphatic system is like you're just you're not able to release all the fucking baggage that yeah. your body's holding on to and that is tends to be similar throughout families but that's it's it's a double-edged sword because what you're talking about is it's not genetic but it's the genetic expression and the genetic expression is very influenced by the emotional shit and and the programs being passed down but then what another thing from you know the biochemical perspective that people don't realize is that toxins are passed down you know they they've now proven that they've found up to 200 chemicals in the amniotic fluid you know aka the fluid inside of the placenta that the baby is hanging out in that's the fluid that's essentially supposed to nourish the fetus baby it's chock full of chemicals and those chemicals came from you what's in your body and that is something that a lot of these children are are being born already toxic so you you have like a double-edged burden from that biochemical burden of toxicity and then the burden of your family's bullshit <laughs> So, you know, so what we're, we're, let's go back to after that tangent, which was totally necessary. But, you know, talking about sinuses that are helping your brain detoxify, and we'll get into why your brain has to detoxify in just a minute. But if you have chronic inflammation in your face because of your nasal passages being chock full of shit you're breathing in, maybe because you were a smoker, or maybe because you work in a hair salon and you're inhaling tons of aerosol sprays, or maybe Maybe because you are a mechanic and breathing in fumes, or maybe because you live in a water damaged building or work in a water damaged building. Or maybe it's just our fantastic air quality that's outside. Well, yeah. You can actually look up your air quality online on um, EWG. And or actually, you can even see your air quality through the Weather Channel apps nowadays. And sometimes when you go outside and you see, like, obviously, I know in California there's tons of smog, but in when you go outside and you see like a haze, go on that weather channel app and you'll sometimes see it'll say like stay inside but nobody actually like announces it it's just if you happen to see it or you can just go outside and look at the geoengineering oh we're not posting about we're not going on that tangent so, <laughs> so having high quality air filter in your house <laughs> 
Yes, that yes, yes, yes. So when it comes to, you know, these sinuses, part of it is one, blood has to go to your brain to oxygenate your brain because oxygen is what allows every cell in your body to thrive, including your neurological system. And then the blood goes up and then the blood gets drained out. But the venous system is also playing a role in detoxifying the brain. So you might be thinking like, why the hell would I have toxins in my brain? And that's where one, the dental part comes in. But also I've worked with patients that are like, my vision is horrible. My vision is horrible. And I use these eye drops every day. Primary ingredient in those eye drops is propylene glycol, which is massively toxic. I'm just like, okay, so people are getting toxins, you know, directly into the head and neck via deodorants, eye drops, nasal sprays, even dental work. And and, your, and just your water is toxic. Yeah. So and there your, there's a lot of factors. 70% water. So it's just like, you know, not to be the shitter on life right now, but it's like we're like we've kind of been dealt a bad hand, but it's our responsibility to take action and we have to be able to learn what to do in order to overcome this quote unquote bad hand we've been drawn. Well also one of the main reasons why everybody has high cholesterol is not because they eat too many fucking eggs. It's because the cholesterol is a major protector of the brain. Cholesterol is a neuroprotectant. Yeah. So your cholesterol is going up to protect your neurological system. If it's your brain or if it's other parts of your nervous system. So it's like cholesterol is actually very beneficial. All these people on fucking statins and cholesterol lowering drugs are all developing dementia and Alzheimer's. But, you know, nobody wants to talk about that either. So before we move forward, just one of the things your brain 70% water if you're drinking tap water it's toxic is distilled water is the most pure form of water and but you need to mineralize it you need i mean you we need minerals yes your yeah. body is a battery so you'll want to be taking because i know that some people have not, strong feelings about you can have strong distilled feelings water. i don't want to get into that because that's just a lot of ignorance um, <laughs> yeah we can do a different podcast for that all right back on track so one other layer that i want you guys to understand is that you do have a blood brain barrier and that blood brain barrier is designed to keep toxins out of the brain but unfortunately, there are a lot of things that are affecting the blood-brain barrier. Head injuries being one from a physical standpoint, but also there are a variety of different chemicals that can disrupt the blood-brain barrier as well. Aluminum being one, and aluminum is in deodorant, which most of us have used at some point in time in our lives. So there's a lot of things that are essentially poking holes in that blood-brain barrier, which is allowing for toxins to flood in. So this is one of the major things around melatonin. Melatonin is actually one of the major detoxifiers of the brain. And the reason why melatonin is also associated with sleep is because melatonin goes up at night to allow you to get sleepy and your brain does its best detoxification at night when you sleep because melatonin is the double-edged sword of helping you go to sleep as well as being a major neurological detoxifier. So if you're a person who doesn't sleep or you have insomnia, then this is something to, to really consider because is your melatonin totally depleted because your gut is messed up at which plays a role in serotonin and melatonin production? Is it because you're running on fight or flight and have massive stress hormones floating through the body, which is suppressing your serotonin and melatonin? Or is it a toxicity piece and that your melatonin is being, it's being revved up and maxed out because it's constantly trying to detoxify your neurological system and it's depleted at this point. So these are some key things that have to be thought about and 
one of the things that a lot of times conventional medicine is not talking about, but also even functional integrative doctors, they're not always up to par on the dental aspects that can affect the brain, the thyroid, and the parathyroid. If you are someone who has had a boatload of silver fillings in your mouth, you're going to have a lot of leaching of mercury and amalgam in that's getting picked up by your lymph nodes. It's getting picked up by your blood vessels. The same thing is there's very specific chemicals that are associated with different bonding and dental resins that are vapor-based, fumaric acid being one of them. And then we also have the component of root canals is we've worked with a couple of biological dentists and they have said they've never, they have never like dealt with a root canal because most of these people came to them with root canals. Not all root canals were say problematic or symptomatic, I should say, but when they go in and they address the root canal or extract the tooth, there was always an infection underneath that root canal if it was symptomatic or not. And that is something that I find very mind blowing that most of them leave the ligament in. Well, and it doesn't ever heal properly. And it's like a, it's a, it's a cavity for bacteria to brew. So there's definitely some major, major issues with root canals and that creating a harboring of bacteria. And that harboring of bacteria is something that is getting picked up by blood vessels and lymphatic systems. And that is creating, it's everybody's different. Some people it's creating brain fog. Some people it's creating full-blown neurodegenerative conditions. Some people it's affecting their lymph lymphatic chain, causing them to be in a lot of pain, constant shoulder pain, constant neck pain. Um, Sometimes it's body pain because every single tooth is connected to a different organ system, connected to a different body part, connected to a different meridian. So it's like every single tooth is almost like it's its own little organ system itself. Yeah. And that's that's a really interesting thing, too. If you, you know, go online and you look up the organ connections of teeth, I can't tell you how many individuals have been diagnosed with something from, you know, thyroid to you know even breast cancer and they then realized that it was there was a correlation to a tooth that they had a major procedure on if either that tooth was pulled or there was an infection or there was a dry socket or whatever the case may be so there's definitely some serious correlation there so working with a dentist that understands the systemic effects of dental work or lack of dental work is is important yeah Yeah. so it's a key thing to to consider just because somebody says they're holistic that doesn't really mean shit these days yeah there's a lot of people peddling that term but going back to this you know this concept of people having whiplash neck injuries plates in their neck and different surgical procedures is you know if you really start to think about what is sandwiched in the middle of your neck it's your thyroid and your thyroid is also attached to four parathyroid glands and really essentially right above your thyroid is your tonsils or I should say lack of tonsils. So if you have your brain with this very, very intricate detoxification system and that detoxification system is, you know, the veins pretty much pull or are in charge of dumping the toxins out. So those toxins get dumped into the lymphatic system. Your tonsils are actually lymphatic organs, but most people 
people have them removed. Or they're already full. Or they're already maxed out. So if you have your, you know, your your brain trying to detoxify and now these toxins are going either into already inflamed and overloaded tonsils or they're going directly into the lymphatic chain of the neck because the tonsils aren't there, then you essentially have your thyroid in a quote unquote bad neighborhood is it's sitting in the middle of an overly burdened lymphatic system, overly burdened tonsils. And now it's it's going to naturally become inflamed due to the surrounding environment. Well, the bad neighborhood really is because there's there's trash everywhere. And if there's trash everywhere, you think there's fighting and the fighting is the immune system because there is trash everywhere. And then you have damage that's going onto these organs. And then because it's the immune system attacking your own organ. Well, now we call it an autoimmune condition. And really, at the end of the day, it's the immune system is attacking the bad shit. Correct. And your tissue might be in the line of fire, but your immune system doesn't turn on it, on your body. Your immune system turns on something toxic or foreign, but conventional medicine doesn't look at toxic and foreign. It doesn't. It's not even in their wheelhouse. So they just say, we don't know why this happened, but here's a drug to shut down your immune system, which is shutting down the inflammatory cascade. There's so actually- that just creates a boatload of more fucking issues. There's actually one one aspect of when the immune system does attack itself. Do you know when? When you're emotional? Yes. <laughs> when you're not allowing yourself to be yourself and you see yourself as an extern external foreign agent your body your immune system will start attacking itself to wake you the fuck up and start actually being and loving yourself truth body is always always keeping score and always telling us what's up (laughs) if we want to listen or we don't but speaking too of you know there are some people that are getting ultrasounds and being told they have an enlarged thyroid a goiter which is going back to this concept of the inflammatory cascade due to the immune system being overreactive cleaning up the trash in the area but then there's also the concept of uh, nodules and you know, thyroid nodules are very similar to what we talked about in the last podcast with the with cysts is a nodule is when the immune system sends calcium to an area. Calcium is there to create a little prison around something that is harmful. So if that is a bacteria, if it is a toxin that is harmful to the thyroid or the parathyroid, it is going to wall off that foreign harmful agent and it will encapsulate it with calcium, which creates a nodule. So this happens in other parts of the body. This is one of the components to kidney stones. It's not the only component to kidney stones, just be aware of that. But there's a lot of layers to it. So it's like, instead of thinking about nodules as this is scary, this will eventually turn into a tumor, is understanding that it's actually a very, very smart protective mechanism that your body creates in order to protect that vital organ. And that's that's what dental plaque is. You know, it's a nodule. It's a biofilm. It's yeah. a protective agent. It's walling off. Yep shit that's harmful and that's what lesions are in the brain you know it's we think they're called lesions but they're they're actually it's like pla- yeah so it's think about it it's called amyloid plaque plaque on your teeth it, it's the same exact concept it's walling off shit that's harmful different form but the same exact same concept yeah 100 percent. so the point that we're making here is that this could be this could it's hard to say chicken or the egg when you're listening to a podcast because one you may be someone who has had a lot of issues that have happened to your neck from a structural standpoint from a surgical standpoint a scarce tissue standpoint or you know damage of your tissue from whiplash and that has created stress on your thyroid your 
your parathyroid or it's the vice versa that the parathyroid thyroid is inflamed due to you know different toxic accumulation or or having bacterial colonies in your tonsils that then has created inflammation in the lymph of your neck which feels like a musculoskeletal issue so it's like you have to take a deep dive to understand these different pieces of the puzzle in order to really truly heal and get better deal and not waste your time or your money and fix actually fix the root. You know, how many people are getting, you know, massages or doing physical therapy for their neck and going to an endocrinologist for their thyroid and nobody's connecting the dots and they're just on this hamster wheel and actually don't feel better with any of the interventions that they're getting. So we're going to talk about emotions now or what? (laughs) Get it, kid. (laughs) So starting with the sinuses, the sinuses, whether it's, you know, sinuses of the brain or sinuses of the face, it's also connected to like, you could think of the sinus cavity, aka your lung. Lungs, uh, that's what holds primarily the foundation of the perception of loss. So anytime <laughs> that we have perception of I'll loss. I'll tell you the story in a few minutes after Nick goes through this of my more recent detox, emotional detox that came from doing human behavior work that Dr. Nick does with our patients and pairing that with meditation. So I'll let him talk more about sinuses and all of that before I share that very interesting story. So yes, I mean, I won't take up too much time because we've already covered a lot of things, but the, the sinus the lungs, it's pretty much the primary aspect of holding on to the perception of loss. And the perception of loss is what creates grief. You know, getting just quickly broad overview, the body is just energy. And what drives me fucking crazy is that we spend so much time, energy, and money on this physical body. But when we look at it actually through a lens of science, it's 99.99999% space. So it's like, for me, it just makes more common sense, even though there's no common sense out there in society today, is like, if something's primarily space, why wouldn't we put in most of our time, energy, and money focusing on the space? When less than 1% of our body is actually physical, we should probably put in less than 1% of our time, energy, money on the physical aspects that make us up. Might be a little polarized, but you know, <laughs> you get the fucking concept. So what creates that distress is the perception of loss, understanding that energy is always in a state of balance and equanimity is that our perceptions are out of balance. Also, we've been proven through actual science, not political science or an agenda-based science, is that energy can't be created or destroyed. It's only transformed into a new form. So follow me here. Nothing is lost. It's the perception of loss that creates grief. This is sounds easier than done. My mom just passed away last year, and you know I help clients go through it all the time, and I thought I could take myself through the process. You know, I finished up that myself, but because I was so polarized, I needed somebody else to actually help take me through that process. So it's not always something we can do ourselves because if we, if our mind is so when I say polarize, if we're seeing too much of loss or too much of gain, then we're beyond that threshold of being able to help ourselves. And that's how I was with my mom. I needed somebody else, and I tried for months and I was in a shitty place, that I needed somebody else to help decrease that perception till I was below that threshold, and then I could do the rest of the work myself. I so, think a clarifying thing too, <laughs> though, is loss is not always about the loss of a loved one, but it's perceived loss around even like a trait or a characteristic because I personally like I lost my my grandmother who was very close to me but I I haven't experienced tons of of loss in my life from that perspective but there was massive voids around like this lack of or a a loss of like support a loss of 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 nurture a loss of connection like there was other there's other types of of loss that can exist in a person's life well we never actually grieve losing the person we grieve what the person 
person was giving us. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. And that's and it doesn't have to be the person. Like we can we can grieve a dog, we can grieve a house, we can grieve a car, we can grieve a job because we don't grieve those actual physical aspects. We grieve what those things were giving us. Mm-hmm. And that's the understanding that that's what's been transformed into other forms because nothing's energy's never lost. It just changes form. So once we can see the new forms and balance out all of that aspects, well then the mind is back into a state of being equilibrated. Can't talk today. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it's interesting because I've done so many detoxes uh, from you know different types of like therapies and lymphatic drainage. So, so and tell your story. Supplements and well, th- I am, and it's been I, I've seen changes in my physical body, but there was a just a point in time that it wasn't that I was feeling overly you know sad or or like very specific emotions. I just kind of felt like what got me here wasn't getting me there. You know, for those of you that have been following us for a long time, you know that we picked up and we moved to South Carolina. We had a baby, you know, started a family. There was a lot of life changes all at once and uh, just couldn't help but feel like there was something holding me back, something making me feel really stuck and and creating this like this cloud of confusion, uh, just not feeling clear. And on top of it, it was the the most slow my life had been in like literally ever, maybe since I was a very small child. Uh, so sitting with the discomfort made it worse, <laughs> made it more intense. So I decided that I was going to have someone help me to work through the clarity that I needed. And Dr. Nick was kind enough to recommend his colleague primarily because you know conflict of interest working with your husband he I started working with someone and embarked on you know getting clarity collapsing some shit that was running in the background that was from past belief systems and past programs and creating more of the visions of the future of of where I am now and who I am now and 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 who I'm going to further develop to be and as I embarked on this work and then also pairing that with meditation, which I never did a day in my life prior. And the meditation, I was like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. All I know is I'm just breathing according to what the recording tells me to do. And it was about three weeks in to that work that I started, I thought I was getting sick. I just was like, oh, my sinuses, I can't breathe, my throat. And it lasted for a month. And it had nothing to do with being sick. There was no virus. There was nothing along those lines. It was it was my body releasing what I was fucking holding for 30 years. So this is, we do some crazy testing here. She, re, she was releasing, yeah, her shit, but she was also releasing that transgenerational stress that- it Was passed it's, down. It's, you could think about it as, you know, whatever, but it's, it's us. So you, there's no blame because if we're blaming, then there's credit somewhere. So- it's there's no blame game it's just that that's an aspect of who we are and we have to take the responsibility to correct this an amazing thing and then i'll let you get back to your story but just to like really step into being empowered amazing aspect is when we're working energy flows from the non-physical to the physical the physical is newtonian physics the non-physical is quantum physics we have both forms of physics that govern our life when we work on newtonian physics we're, we're dictated by this time but when we work into the quantum 
time realm were not dictated by time. So like right now in Newtonian, there's the present and then there's the past that happened moments before. And then there's the future that's going to be happening moments pretty soon. But when we get into the quantum realm, there is no time because it's time space. And that past, that present, and that future are actually all entangled in that same exact moment. So when you heal yourself from an energetic standpoint, you're healing all the forms, not only behind you, that transgenerational stress, but you're healing all the forms that were happening or going to happen ahead of you in the future. So this is like- We're just mind... changing your entire state of being. But, but the mind blowing <clears throat> aspect is that part of being that you're changing is that stress in the DNA, yeah. which is all the generations behind you, 14 generations at least, and 14 generations ahead of you. So you're you're literally like we think of oh it's just me no like yeah we are so much more powerful than we've ever understood and we're starting to finally understand this because we have the tools and technologies to actually allow us to see this change but it's mind-blowing it's like how powerful we are being able to change quote-unquote other people that we're a part of yeah no it's it's definitely i think it's just it's hard for people to probably wrap their head around until they they see it firsthand and experience it themselves but you know being able Able to do the work that I have on myself, obviously feel my own transformation, but then also see how it is affected the, you know, the people around me. And I'm not even just talking about you guys, you know, as my my direct family, but just there's been a shift in all of our clients that we work with privately. There's been, there, there's just been a lot of a rip, like a huge, huge ripple effect. And it's pretty wild. It's, it's very wild because still to this day, my brain does not work the way yours does when it comes to energy i just know that a, that deep understanding is why we don't work with just kids anymore we we work with families the families because yeah. that's because kids are the product that's of how we create a change exactly yeah it's it's very interesting but yeah kids are very much a product of us and and that is not always something that parents it's not very easy to swallow because some parents are just in full-blown survival mode i know that was how i grew up and they were just trying to get by and do what they needed to do so everybody could survive and there could be enough money to get food on the table. So they're just not necessarily understanding how that shapes those children and also expresses your genes differently, which is part of this transgenerational trauma that we're talking about. So overall, total segue. <laughs> But there's a lot of layers to health, I think, is really what it comes down to. And, you know, we have been practicing what we preach and we've been on our own journey of growing and evolving ourselves from all different aspects. It's not just about our physical body, but, you know, you just get faced with obstacles and you could either ignore them or you can say, all right, time to learn more about what I don't know. That has been because one of our highest values together is learning and evolving and innovating is you know, we went from understanding, you know, the physical body and doing physical body work on people, then to bringing in nutrition, then to bringing in stress management tools, then to bringing in all these fancy detox technologies, then to getting into advanced emotional work through human behavior and determining people's highest values. So it's like, it's been this compounding evolution and it's been necessary for us to grow and evolve ourselves. But our goal was to always share this knowledge with others and help people to feel free and be empowered and understand that they can wake up and fucking love life and not feel like they're just trying to get by. You said the word love. We're making progress. Oh, shit. All right. We're done now. We got to go. <laughs> 
we're getting there, team. We're getting there, tribe. So, but for those of you that listen to even my story and feel inspired by that, we have our values determination course. So values was the first part of my journey. And it's actually part of anybody we work with privately. It's the first part of their journey is figuring out what the fuck is important to them. Because if you don't have that clarity, it's actually really, really hard to make decisions in your life. And it's really hard to heal your body physically. So that is a course that we actually put together that I am so stoked about because it's just one step for people to, it's getting one step closer to a a better life and a more authentic version of yourself because people people need to give themselves permission to just be their fucking selves and not give a fuck. And that is one of my goals is to allow you to feel empowered and confident to just be your fucking self. Yeah. Because what is life just living, living for other people and the, suppressing yourself? The story usually goes, you give le- more fucks about everybody else and less fucks about yourself. And then you get resentful and then you give more fucks about yourself and then less fucks about everybody else. And <laughs> then you realize that everybody deserves an equal amount of fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but- we're gonna leave on the f-bombs the that's why i'm a mind fuckologist (laughs) the 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 best thing about values is understanding that we are all energy and that values allows you to serve that energy most productively so when you can get crystal clear on your values energy is either building up or it's breaking down you know it's never stagnant so the values gives you the foundation to constantly be evolving and building yourself up instead of breaking yourself down yeah and if you're a practitioner and you really enjoy this content, just know that we do have a whole entire course to master clinical, to master clinical mastery. Ma- Is that what I was going to say? clinical craziness. <laughs> to master integrative medicine. Uh, We talk a lot about human behavior. We talk about psychological connections to disease. And if you are an individual that is just like, holy crap, that made a lot of sense. I've been suffering with X, Y, or Z. Just know that we have a very limited availability in our health practice, but we still do work with patients. So check out our links below so you can see where to find us. And obviously check out more of our podcasts where we continue to mindfuck you slash give you really awesome information. See you next time, guys. We thank you for being a listener and subscriber to Integrative Wellness Radio. If you're looking to learn more about Integrative Wellness Group, as well as Dr. Nick or Dr. Nicole, you can check out integrativewellnessgroup.com.